0: How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson. I'm here with Luke Goosens and Ross Cutsford today. We're talking Wonder Woman and Soul. Those are our two reviews that we're doing. Wonder Woman's going to be for the first hour. Soul's in the second half, pretty much. The timestamps will be there, so go find them if you want to skip ahead or listen through. You both watched Wonder Woman because I was a little more positive towards Soul than Wonder Woman. Bro, honestly, Wonder Woman wasn't as bad as we made it out to be. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought, too. The who made it out <laughs> to be? The same thing. You, well, you were like, bro, it's trash. Well, you said it was mid. No, I said it was but mid. But that is, like, pretty negative. Oh, oh, you said it was mid, and I seen Danielle's tweet on Twitter, and she said it was trash. Yeah. I went into it thinking, oh, this is going to be shitty, and like, I watched it. And honestly, bro, it wasn't... Obviously, there were parts that were fucking stupid. The end sucked. Everything leading up to the end was good. I just didn't like the whole climax. I thought especially the opening scene was pretty strong. Really? I hated that opening scene. Is this American Ninja Warrior? What the fuck am I watching? (laughs) I thought it was badass. No. Crazy Amazonian triathlon shit. It builds off the first movie, and the Amazonian shit was really cool in the first movie. I like that they kind of did that ode back to it. Bro, you know what I liked was the scene that was in the trailer. They did that different than it was in the trailer, dude. That scene was actually ended up being kick-ass, where she assaults large Long? Oberyn? What's his fucking name in the movie? Max Lord. Lord. Max Lord. Max Lord. Max Lord took all the bodyguards from the Egyptian oil baron and they're driving on that road on the desert highway. That scene ended up being pretty kick-ass. It didn't have as many running scenes. Obviously, any time... Wonder Woman or Minerva ran. It looked stupid, but I kind of give that a pass. But all the action in that entire sequence was pretty dope. When she was pushing that jeep sideways, pushing it as fast as a car, that was dope. that was fucking dope. <laughs> pushing it against all other ones, oh, sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with Luke here. You had a very negative view on this movie, but I'm curious. Saying it's mid, it's different. When Daniel says she hated it, I asked her. I was like, "What did you?" you hated it. Her reasoning was that because the first one Woman was so good. The first one Woman was so good. I actually really liked the first one. And this one, there's just a bunch of shit all over the place. I thought it started off strong. I did actually like the Princess Diana scene when she was a kid. I thought it taught a good lesson to her that you can't cheat in life, which is what the whole thing was happening with her and her boyfriend. She's cheating in life to get this guy back. The mall scene was bad though. I didn't like that one. bad. That was a bad scene. Mall scene was bad. Really bad. Random. It escalated so fast. It was goofy. It was goofy. Way to put it. With the whip, it was kind of goofy. The bad guys were goofy. Oh, oh, actually, time out. Yeah. Natalie, and she's like, this seems more like a movie geared towards kids. And then when I watched it more as like a kid's movie, I was like, oh, okay, so the action can be a little goofy sometimes. And it wasn't as bad in my mind because it did feel like a kid's movie. The way the acting was and the way the action was, it felt less at stake. That's the same way I approach it too. It was more like a cartoon kind of, kind of had the same approach that Aquaman had where it felt like a Saturday morning cartoon, very eighties and the villains in that scene felt very cartoonish. They didn't feel threatening. They were just there for wonder woman to come in and save the day. I don't like that though. If you're saying that doesn't feel, it feels very eighties and that that makes it not threatening. The eighties had good movies. They had the terminator movies Alien wasn't that in that time. There was Star Wars movies we had made. Predator, there I don't like that. Cartoons, cartoony dude. He's saying it has an 80s cartoon feel. He's not talking about 80s movies. Cutting but. how they cut the scene together, the editing was pretty bad. Like a lot of the times I felt lost of where everyone was at. I didn't even know there was four people at first because they looked those two groups of two looked so similar. I was like, wait, how'd these guys get all the way over here? And there were some good things I thought sprinkled in there. Generally, the whip. Wasn't crazy cool. It was kind of bad. But there's no, one yeah. thing where she swung under the bridge and the way she skated across the ground with her feet while she was hanging by the whip. I thought that was cool. Just like a cool bit of choreography. In general, I think the whip is kind of trash. I actually like the whip. It seems unconventional, but I guess she'd mastered it. I just thought it was cool to build off of that from the first movie, that in 70 years she's figured out how to master it, that she can whip a bullet or block bullets with it. Some of that stuff I actually thought was built off of the first one that I liked. Because before she was carrying a sword and stuff, and that did seem, that made sense to, it seems to make sense when you're fighting an ancient god or some shit like that, but it's not as conventional, and that thing made A little more sense. The goofiness, some of the scenes did look goofy with it. She whipped off the airplane. I thought for sure that that airplane would get yanked out of the air. And some other stuff, there was some goofiness with it, for sure. Scenes that I did like was when she was with Chris Pine and he was discovering everything that's going on in the 80s. I was laughing my ass off. That was really fun to watch. Right, it was great. That's what I would say. So for me, it started off, first scene I liked, the Prince Diana, it felt different than the rest of the movie, but I was cool with it. And the mall scene, oh, very shaky. And then it got into that whole part where it's establishing these characters, it established Max Lord. Minerva? Yeah, and it showed Gal Gadot. What I What I will say about the mall scene, it showed that Wonder Woman will go and help ordinary people. The problem with it, it was the execution of the whole scene. With those goofy villains, for one. Dude dangling the kid and the stunts weren't the best. I liked when she slid and took out those dudes. I thought that was a good stunt. But that scene overall was kind of weird. The mall scene. Then it jumped into all that stuff. And with Chris Pine, I did like when he's trying to figure out the 80s, man. Because that shit would be so crazy. Because he died in World War One. Wild, dude. And comical, too. I really bought into their relationship. I bought that they... Really did like each other and they enjoyed spending time with each other. The first movie that was really good, their relationship. Yeah. So that all worked for me again in this movie, too. I said it was mid. I, that's like 70s. You know what I mean? For me, 70s when you say mid, I picture like 60. Zach, what do you mean? Bro, the 70s had like movies like The Shining, fucking Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No, no dude. Sorry. Sorry. Clarify. No. One to 100 70%. scale. One to 100 scale. 70s mid. Oh. Because you're just talking shit on Ross Sorry, you're yeah. like, you oh, the 80s, no, man. You no, said this is this. No, this. Bro, shit dude. on you now, bro. Fuck <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> No, no. Damn, I like that you brought up one for Over the Cuckoo's Nest, so great movie. It is a good movie, yeah, man. Yeah, there's some great movies. In the 70s, they elevated their game in movies. I would say that's the era. The the decade that movies then took this step where they became, you're trying to make a spectacle for one and blockbusters and stuff that emerged in the 70s. 70s was a great era for movies, for the modern era. 70s kind of elevated the depth of movies. You had like 2001 Space Odyssey. That might have been 60s. Dude, that guy was even ahead of his time. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick. You'd have to look right now, but that might have been 60s. Alfred Hitchcock was ahead of his time. That was a f- man. He was a both of those trailblazer. Yeah, those guys. Mm -hmm. But then the next crew man that came in was Spielberg and Coppola and George Lucas and those that crew elevate, 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 elevate. That was (laughs) yeah, seventies. Seventies ruled. Yeah, I definitely wasn't trying to diss the seventies. I was just saying that's where my score would be for this movie. Oh, okay. I was off base. Still, fuck you. (laughs) All right, where where are we at? So we're at that whole part. Man, yeah, I will say up to that point, especially that point where they're out exploring and Maxwell Lord is sort of spiraling out of control more as he has this power. I loved his character, dude. I thought Pedro Pascal did great. Sure. For being basically Lex Luthor, who has a fuck ton of oil, he did really well with it. He had that same... No, he had zero oil. Well, then he got oil. <laughs> yeah. but I mean, yeah, he's fronting. sorry. But he did, then he did get oil, well, man. Lex Luthor had real oil. He had zero oil. Right, so he's his come up is very impressive. I would no, he that. never had oil. Later on, he no, stole I know, oil. yeah, he yeah. had no oil. Sorry, bro, but he th- then he got oil. In no, the movie. bro, he never had fucking oil. Yeah, he didn't have shit, bro. He's a straight up con no, man. No, no, here. no, I'm saying even after he got the powers, when did he have oil? Because he went to the Egypt guy, didn't have oil. And then he was going to find fucking guys. To get oil, and he never even ended up going there, did he? Exactly. Please explain to me the Egypt scene, because I don't even know what really happened there. Because he went to that guy to take his oil, but that guy ended up selling it to the Saudis. Yeah. And so he was leaving... To go to the Saudis to take their oil. (laughs) Like a Wonder Woman assaulted its ass. And then some big-ass wall pops up. That wall was part of the... I know, I know. The wall fucking confused me. This part of the movie was where I was... Okay, what the fuck is this movie turning into? (laughs) Yeah, bro. And the climax was weird, too. I know that part... The middle was really good. The beginning and end for me was shit. Oh, man. I was more... Progressively, I thought it got bad as the movie went on. But this early sign for me was the mall scene. For that, okay, very shaky. That scene alone was a step down from the first Wonder Woman movie, which was pretty great. If you haven't watched it, Luke, you should watch the first one because there's some good stuff in that movie. As far as even just superhero, and it's there's some stuff that I would consider is iconic. For I just didn't want to watch movies all day, dude. I felt like five hours in the movies today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, dude. So that's a, that's a, this is an interesting perspective to see Luke coming in hasn't seen the first one and looking at it for what this was. Because, yeah, this movie was a lot different than the first one for sure. Totally different style. Looking into the crew behind it, it had a different stunt crew. The first movie had the Zack Snyder stunt crew. The first movie was written by different people. Why would they take a character and have different people try to put their, their little spin on the character? Well, it's the same director. Because so I feel like it changes the vision. vision. I, I feel like this was the director's... This is her vision with this one, it especially. Was, okay. Yeah, Patty Jenkins, and, which made me think, okay, because it's very different than any of her movies I've ever seen or any of her projects I've ever seen, because she did Monster. She did Monster was the movie that Charlize Theron won an Oscar for in 2003 or four, and it's so dark, dude. She's a serial killer in that movie. It's a very dark movie, and I watched Wonder Woman, and she's done TV stuff that... What I've seen was dark. So this was very different than a lot of her stuff. Is the tone similar? Wonder Woman 1984 felt kind of the tone was a lot lighter, wasn't really high stakes, felt kind of like a kid's movie. I mean, was the first movie like that or was it darker, Dark Night, darker? Not Dark Night style, but it was darker in that the subject matter all had to do with war. So. Very war, dude. Yeah, she's Amazonians are like a war culture that she grows up in. And she's sort of LeBron James of her place. She's the chosen one, <laughs> all that. And she lives up to the hype, goes off to America because she meets this, this pilot. Chris Pine crashes into it during oh. World War I. And that's how she gets involved in the grand scheme of it. And then she just goes over as for America and fucks up. Wait, was it World War I or World War II? World War I. Oh. And she she ends the war, dude. She ends the war and disappears. And in the DC EU, this is the other thing with the movie is it has a lot of issues and the overall shit, which I was okay because I was like, all right, fine. It's going to be a different universe. But then they were saying that it's connected to the current one. I'm like, all right, dude, this doesn't even make sense then with a lot of the stuff. It doesn't even make sense with the character where she's at in the storyline. So overall thinking of it, that was some of my issues too. But what were we gonna say, Ross? I was gonna say something else, but even when you brought up the point about the whip and how she, it was really cool how it showed that she really mastered it over the years up to up until this movie. That brought up a question in my mind about continuity in Batman vs Superman. She. Never uses a whip like that or anything. It doesn't seem like she has the same level of mastery over her abilities in that movie that she does here. Well, that's so what I was thinking that with in Batman vs. Superman, she has her sword again and the shield. And I think maybe she's thinking that if she's fighting intergalactic or other worldly things that she switches up her style for that. Maybe she doesn't think the whip will work on that. So that is how I make sense of that specific thing. That where it gets destroyed in the first Wonder Woman. Unless somehow she made it again. Fuck, I don't even remember th- what happens in the third. Okay, so here's the other thing I was going to say about the first Wonder Woman movie. I only remember up till the No Man's Land part. I don't even remember how Chris Pine dies or any of that. She tries to kill Ares with the sword. And Ares was, I don't want to spoil it for Luke, but... I Just do it. Okay. He's like the British Prime Minister guy who is helping them. And he, he's like, oh, psych, I'm Ares. He destroys her sword. And she's like, the God killer, you oh, destroyed fuck. it. And he was like, no, you're the God killer. So she gets another sword. Maybe she gets a better sword. Then there we go. They got one Roman three to tell us that part. I don't think that's an issue Not yet. At that, Cause that's no. still even more 20, whatever years down the line. When we talk about years and spacing like that, I don't care. It's more, where the fuck are all these other superheroes? And how would you never mention that this, this dude was on TV about to end the world. The nukes were flying the world would be fucked right after that. How do you recover from that instantly? And that shit would have fucked up the entire world. Yeah, yeah. right? And they have the perfect Christmas. Oh, yeah, man. what? Unreal, dude. Like <laughs> Everything's fine. Like, it's like, this ending's... And when... Ah, go on, Zach. I, I can't hijack. No, you can take it over after this. I'm only talking about the continuity and all that shit. That's even a contained thing in the movie. If you look at it, that's the problem. But overall, okay, so Batman would have been probably alive in 84. He probably is wishing for his dead parents to come back because that's the thing that he loves the most, you know, that he would want to do Don't you think more. he'd be a kid in 84? But he still would have seen that fool on TV and doing a wish. And is he going to say, no, I don't want my parents to come back? Is he going to give up his thing? I don't know. There's just like so many. It it reverses though. But okay. Realistically, is everyone going to overturn their wish in that moment? Oh, Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Even Batman would have a reason for that. He wanted a young kid. He'd be really young right now. and I don't know. And the thing is, how would people not know who Wonder Woman is? because in the current part of the timeline no one even knew who she was she came out of fucking nowhere to roll in on Batman versus Superman Batman had been tracking her down and he's a top guy to figure this kind of shit out detective greatest worst detective in the world. ever <laughs> world's greatest right and no, I'm saying in this he's the worst who batman damn don't throw shade like that that's fucking he's a kid still bro, bro. Not my Batman. Oh, you're talking about... Well, he's a kid now, but I'm saying, dude... Oh, in Batman vs. Superman. Batman. When you yeah. Checked, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. he would remember this event, dude, as a fucking yeah. kid. You would remember oh, this. Oh, yeah, day. yeah, 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 totally. Yep, you're right, you're right, you're right. Unless his parents were still alive at this point. Bro, I don't know, bro. dude. Even in that movie, he no one really knew who Wonder Woman was. That's what I mean. Oh, oh you're talking okay, about this one? Okay. Okay. No, I'm talking about Batman versus Superman, dog. I, right, right. That's right. Yes. Okay. That is the okay. issue. That is the issue, okay. bro. Okay. I get it. Sorry. I was lost. I'm an idiot. Yeah. No, no. That's <laughs> all good. I'm saying that that's kind of the issue. Even the mall scene. That's why I would have cut that down somehow because she's destroying cameras after everyone's seen you. you'd They'd have mock ups of you. There's probably an artist right? literally there. She shushes one child and like an entire mall sees her. That's going to do shit. <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> Amazon babe takes down. Right. Four dude. armed robbers <laughs> with magical whip. <laughs> and they had pictures of her in World War One. She posed for a picture that was an iconic thing in the DC universe history at the time. It had to have been. She ended World War One basically. Iconic. But that's what I was gonna say. I did like the mall scene for that. Is that behind the scenes, I guess she has been still doing stuff. She's helping out ordinary people. She's not doing this high-scale world stuff. I feel like that almost makes sense to me that I can think through why she'd never got involved with World War Two or fucking Korea, or any of that shit in between that she wouldn't get involved. But anyway, go on. I didn't mean to hijack you completely, Luke. Go for it. You already hit the nail on the head. Everyone recanting their shit. Also, how the fuck was everyone even hearing them after she had already killed the signal, taking down the video camera? Who was he fucking talking to? And he's yelling, and she's talking normally, and I don't know. It was just super weird and cheesy. and ugh. Ten minutes of... Him yelling into this fucking void and her thinking in her mind. I don't even know, dude. It was it was just weird, dude. Yeah, that part was like, all right, let's let's wrap this up, guys. You shouldn't be here this long. This would be happening in seconds or something. It was they were they were standing there for a long fucking time, dude. Yeah, and Wonder Woman's is monologuing that whole time, hitting us over the head with their message. Yeah, like, all right. yeah, yeah dude. Just Thank bitch, you. We get it. Bitch slapping us with her message. <laughs> <laughs> the truth, the truth. Thought she's about to start right, singing go. Imagine at some point, right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine. Is, is everyone about to grab a Coke and start fucking singing together? What the fuck? <laughs> literally. Cal thing they did. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what she thought, bro. When she did the Imagine thing, she thought that was going to unite the world, just like that monologue. I can tell you right now, people would not recant their wishes like that easy. Whoa, exactly. I know, dude! Whoa, you don't think so? Maybe the people who wish that they didn't send nukes down on everyone—that's pretty extra, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you that my my wish would not be that extreme. I know why was Ronald Reagan's one wish to have more nukes? Yeah, that's fucking smart. Why wouldn't your wish just be? That? I wish the Soviet Union was destroyed. Oh, well, <laughs> that be your wish? I don't not, think he yeah. was taking him super literally. He was just saying, "What is your wish?" It's not like he knew that this will actually come true. He's just, oh, this is what I want. I want more nukes. So I Wait, want- counter argument though, to that point, how the fuck did this guy go even to the president and he knows some weird, the president had to know some weird shit was happening or heard about this guy. He came out That's of nowhere. This guy was taking over half the, he did take the oil, though. Remember, they said half the oil was under his possession or control. Oh, that's true. How the yeah. fuck did he get that? Okay, I guess I was yeah, just by right. giving random people wishes and shit. My problem wasn't even with the oil; that was not even an issue. No. You know what I'm saying though, the th- the thing to me though was this whole thing. At some point, when he was giving out so many wishes, yeah, I felt like that whole part was a fever dream because, at some point, when he was giving out a certain amount of wishes, people started to have their bodies be taken over by these supernatural force. Their minds weren't really operating their bodies. and But what I will say is, I think the villain, Pedro Pascal, he's not even really a villain. He's more of a great character. Like, he's human. He has his own motivations. Yeah. Well, and he, I think he was a much better... Definitely some... He's fucked up. I think we're all fucked up, though. A little. Horrible person. Maybe not to that extent, but everyone's... But... <laughs> That guy is... What, man? He's above here, bro. My thing was, if you had the stone, why would you want to become the stone? If I was him, I would have immediately said, can I have a shit ton of fucking oil and money? I wouldn't want all that shit. But you get unlimited wishes if you become the stone. I think that he must have figured that the only way that he could get to where he needed to be was by doing it that way because he clearly had thought that path. He was obsessed with that thing. He threw all the shit off the Table. This dude was so obsessed with this thing that he probably been thinking about that moment in his mind for years or something, man. He was studying that thing that he knew what his plan but was going to be. Studying it, wouldn't you think that he had known that in order to receive, you also have to give? Just how Gal Gadot figured it all out like that. If he had been studying it for that long, too. Maybe he figured that that's the only way that he can keep getting stuff for him is that he's the one who's taking it from people. That it has to go to him whenever dude. they get something, then he gets something in return. There's a certain level of irrationality to this character because of the dire financial situation that he's in. Oh, he's very desperate at that moment, too. It's a good point. He should have known, dude. Didn't he ever watch Aladdin? Come on, dude. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's too, great five. <laughs> like, dude, he should have pulled the Jafar. If you want everything, you're gonna get imprisoned. Come on, dude. You're fucking yourself. Hey, Aladdin had not come out at that point. It was 1984. Oh, good point. True, good dude. Point. Lesson, this learned. is 84. Yeah. Hey, yeah. the facts, the real facts <laughs> coming true. out right now. That's true. Fuck. Shit, dude. <laughs> what a rebuttal. But what was Aladdin based off of? Now we got to think a step back because whatever that was. A Wasn't thousand, it Arabian yeah, Nights? A 1001 Nights. It's 1984. What? What else do you have to do than read, dude? Come on, guy. He should have read that. Idiot. <laughs> hey, man. They got TV back then, bro. They had the Super yeah, Nintendo true. almost at that point, didn't like they? Atari and shit. They had to have they like have video games. Like yeah. yeah. We would have been killing it on dude, the Atari shit, I don't know what I've shit, been dude. doing in 84. Galaga and shit. <laughs> Beating off some Playboy. <laughs> that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> right. Like, this is. Is this the same year as Stranger Things took place in? Oh shit! Yeah, close. So pretty much. So that's the same universe they had been doing that shit at the same time, right? Canon. That's canon. They're in the same universe. Not another movie pod canon, right there. Is that same universe? So everyone knows that. I'm gonna say that they're probably fucking around with their friends outside and messing with intergalactic creatures. Unfucking real. That's what was happening in the 80s. Unreal, man. Then aliens start becoming a big thing yeah i I think that this movie had a much the whole reason I brought up this Lord character is I think he was a much better antagonist than Ares from the first movie much much more complex and deep character, I thought, and more int- he was just interesting 100%. I'm just basing that off of I don't even remember Ares so then yes i'm <laughs> that is my argument that I enjoyed him as. I enjoyed Pedro Pascal in this this role. I actually thought it showed a lot of range for him. He was very crazy, dude. He was getting more insane as the movie went on. You saw it in his eyes and his acting, bro. The fucking blood. In his I was eyes. just cracking up at him, dude. I was cracking up at him anytime he came on the screen, dude, because he was losing his mind even more. And oh man. Yeah, he was fun. He was a fun character for sure. They should he had a bigger role than I was really expecting too. Dude, if they did screen time for this movie or dialogue. He might have had the most. I don't know how to look that up, but him him or Wonder Woman, maybe I'm the wrong. The first time I saw him in the commercial, dude, I had to do double take because I wasn't used to seeing him without a fucking mustache. Yeah, maybe. they clean shave in this movie. I was confused. The Viper. Our boy can clean up. The Viper. 100% thought he was going to die, though. Can't believe he didn't die. Yeah, surprised by that as well. They kind of almost made him... Uh, they did make him have a, a comeback. Full circle character arc. Full circle arc. Yes. Yes. Good way to put it. Ooh. See, Ross, this is why I need you. You know these fucking terms that I don't even know. I'm here for the terminology. Besides that, I would, I'm would. i not talking. I'm just going <laughs> to Just cut everything <laughs> except for that. Cut the dialogue, Julian. <laughs> going back to talking about continuity with the whole event happening. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it this whole time. I was under the implication that at the end of all this, this would all just be reversed. Essentially, essentially, but I was really surprised by the fact that they continue to go forward with it, and everyone still has their memories. Everything still actually happened, but their wishes were undone. That's history, dude. Yeah, exactly. That'd be the biggest event in history in modern history ever, because it affected everyone. It's like COVID. Everyone would know what that event was. It would be talked about in continuous movies. It'd be, it'd been referen- reference. Sorry, is what I'm looking for. People would know who Wonder Woman is, man. People would <laughs> fucking know who she That's is. True. There would be some kind of term for this whole thing that happened. I'm confused by how much it's getting shit on online. Part of it is when it first came out, there were some people that I saw that expressed that they liked the movie quite a bit. And later on, as more and more opinions started to come out, it seemed there was a lot of momentum going towards disliking this movie. And I think that changed a lot of people's opinions that might have otherwise liked it. And it kind of got all snowballed into this because I think that if you liked the first one, then I don't think there was that much to hate about this one besides some of the, Hmm. like we were saying, some of the goofy effects slash choreography wasn't that great. And there was also some minor, not even minor, but the continuity, the ending. But besides that, I thought a lot, there was a lot to like in this movie. I would say, okay, so continuity, yeah, is, is a problem. I feel like it's a problem probably in most of the DCU. It's, it's really a fucking mess. They should just restart it with Batman, this next Batman movie. They should scrap everything, start over. But if you look at it of just the movies with her, I guess, her movies and stuff, then the continuity was an issue, yeah. Oh, well, people shitting about it online and kind of the progression of where it started really positive to where it, yeah. to where it is now. That's probably because the internet is a bubble. And they already greenlit a sequel. Clearly, they, they've greenlit Wonder Woman 3. It's happening with Patty Jenkins writing and directing, Gal Gadot's back. And that's greenlighting something within pandemic. You have to take the pandemic factor in. But it had the biggest opening in the U.S. in the pandemic so far. And literally theaters aren't open anywhere. It's fucking winter. It got 17 million more than... Okay, that's a bad number. I can't, don't quote me on that. But it made a lot more than 10 it made in its opening weekend. So you have that factor. They probably got a lot of subscriptions off HBO Max. So you know that people still watched it and the internet, people are going to ex- express their opinion. You can influence that kind of stuff. The facts are, I guess it did drop from 89% on Rotten Tomatoes to 65% with the critics. That's a pretty steep drop. It lost its critic Certified Fresh rating. For me, it did have such a different tone though, dude. It really did it was so different than the first one. The first one was very serious. And it was the first one to me was the first great superhero movie led by a woman. Really, dude, I thought that movie was so good. The No Man's Land scene was really good. And I don't even remember a moment in this movie where I thought anything was on that level of the No Man's Land scene. And I've told Luke to watch that movie a bunch because I actually think it's a pretty good superhero movie. And Even with that movie, thinking back on that year, that came out the same year that Justice League came out. And Justice League was so fucking stepped down from that and did so bad with her character. It's so crazy to me that even this one, man. Yeah, there was no action scene in this one that held the same emotional weight that No Man's Land scene held. There's things we haven't even talked about yet. We haven't even talked about Cheetah. What did you guys think about Cheetah? With that casting and with everything about it. Major thing in the movie that felt like it even got... I almost feel like she should have been the main villain. That's in the comics and in lore. Cheetah is that is Wonder Woman's rival, one hundred percent. Her main villain, and she was sort of sidelined for this this guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. yeah. See, you wouldn't know that if you watched the movie, right? So that's kind of a boner. Then she should have been way more kick ass. She should have got her gotten her powers in a different way. So she could have kept them because now she's done. Yeah, yeah. It was like a gimmick. With their character and oh, it was, was a gimmick, cool. I did think Kristen Wig wasn't bad, I mean, w- without that prior knowledge, I thought she was pretty yeah. good. only gripe I had was when Wonder Woman was wearing this kick ass armor, and all of a sudden this fucking chick, to my knowledge, I thought she was just some third rate shit character was just <laughs> slapping all these little pieces off this armor one by one and destroying this armor, and I'm like. What the fuck? This armor was supposed to hold all of mankind back, and she's tearing it apart. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. And but okay, now it makes more sense. She is supposed to be this apex predator. She's the Joker to the Batman. I, which I get now, but. My first reaction to that was, why the fuck? She's just tearing apart this armor that that held back all of ma- mankind. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, that was so bad. That armor was useless. It was a, it was to sell toys. And it was supposed to be the goatest armor ever. This woman held that shit back with that thing, yeah. And it got torn up in two seconds, man. Why even put that armor in there? How'd she get that? She carried that in her fucking backpack across the space and time when she was flying? No, there was a scene of her going to get it. No, yeah, she went oh, she, just, she, she went, went back, back to her apartment and dipped out. Bro, you see her whipping her ass across the lightning? Fuck yeah. She's speeding. She's that wild. was cool. I didn't mind any of that. I don't mind her flying or any of the lightning. I like all she that figured shit. out how to fly. I like that. That happens in the comics. I'm just going to say that for all the listeners who are angry about that shit. Not a problem, dude. She, that's in the comics. When I was watching that, I was like, oh, that's sick. She fucking figured out how to fly. I thought that was pretty sick. She doesn't fly in the Justice League movies, or does she, Ross? I don't no, think she, she just does. jumps really far. That could be another uh, argument towards continuity. continuity but... Yeah, that's fucked up. Continuity. <laughs> Have I been saying that wrong this entire yeah. time? Help me. I didn't want to say anything. Continued I didn't want to be it. Under- <laughs> Well, it was cool. The only thing I didn't like about it was the pose. That didn't bother me. Bro, that's a superhero pose, man. Fuck it, yeah. dude. Superman. Dude. Green Lantern does that shit. DC tears sure. that pushes that into Green Lantern around. That's because he has that. the ring. He's he's Bro, leading Green with the lantern. ring. Superhero pose, man. And then Superman, I don't know why the also, fuck he does it. Also, it's more aerodynamic, Ross. Come on, you're so dumb. If she cuts Is through it? that wind. Don't matter. It's aerodynamic. your little wing cutter right here. Psst. Wouldn't it be more aerodynamic to put your arms by your sides? Stop. Stop, up. Stop. I'm about to. Dude. I'm about to use an argument against you that I know you will understand. Okay. Oh, oh, if it oh swimming. Her, swimming. She's. What do you do, Ross? You cut the fucking water like this because so you have to cut. reach forward to push cut. the water cut. back with Luke. 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 Hold on. You have to use an argument that he will. Okay. You ready? <laughs> I got you. I got <laughs> you. So she's strong enough that she can cut through the air. that it makes sense, right? Oh, let's let's suspend our belief for just that that she can cut through. I'm gonna compare it straight to Finland Saga. This man is. Pushing a boat. He's as strong as five yes. people. Apply that same logic to Wonder Woman, bro, that she can cut through that shit. So she can cut through the air with her hand? Yeah, because she's strong Heck as hell. yeah. She goaded, dude. A, come on, dude. All right. I'm just going to... Ross, you're watching a chick whip around... All right, all right, Wait, This woman... You're watching a chick whip around fucking places on, on a whip. She whipped an airplane and didn't crash. She could do crazy shit, man. Oh, with no, gravity, gravity. I'm not that she's hella strong and shit, and she's badass. I just thought that pose was it looked goofy. Okay, I'll give you it, but it's a classic yeah. DC superhero yeah, pose. I will say that, that too. True. In the in the grand scheme of the issues of this movie, not very <laughs> not high on my big, list. Yeah, non-factor. <laughs> Damn, what else about this? Movie? I thought her life and her alter ego is cool too. Like she's this badass archaeologist. She was a couple things, wasn't she? She had two titles. Damn, girl, of course. I mean, you've been chilling for 70 years. You have like eight degrees. She knew all the languages. That was cool. Yeah, very smart, savvy person. Exactly. She could teach probably languages too, man. They should have just given her more titles. Yeah. Which I thought that was all cool, setting up her character. Her job made sense to me. I think that isn't that the same shit that she was in the comics that lined up with that too. So Imagine all the shit you could learn in two lifetimes. Exactly, or forever, man. If you knew you were going to talk about that all the time. Twice as long. Your goals could be so much larger. You could take over the... (laughs) (laughs) Zach's thinking about world domination. (laughs) You could build the next Amazon, man. Easy. Two lifetimes. So now that he became the stone and then he renounced his wishes, does that mean he doesn't... The stone's no longer... A thing. Does it exist out there now? Somewhere? This is what I'm asking. Honestly, the first time when I when he said I want to become the stone, I thought that meant he had to become immortal. Because the stone was a fucking stone. You, you couldn't really destroy it. You gotta ask that god, man. I don't know. What if he literally turned it into the stone? I guess that's a dumb question, but no it's a good one it's movie logic for this and yeah. I have no fucking idea <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give us any because obviously he could just renounce it and there's no more stone no more right or that fool can be like oh shit that almost ended the world i am gonna make another one throw it down on earth somewhere yeah who is this who how many gods are there in Wonder Woman's universe I thought it was just Greek gods didn't do enough research Ross tell me take it away I thought it was just Greco-Roman gods but I'm not sure if it extends to Egyptian gods as well or Norse gods or what other myth- so they're Amazonians, which is from Greek mythology. Yeah, they talk about this in Justice League. So there's Amazonians and there's Aquaman's people. Yeah, the Atlanteans. Yeah, what are they lore of Greek mythology too? They're well, it's been so probably Greek. That, yeah, Atlantis was off of the Mediterranean ocean, so Hercules. Is Hercules in D.C.? He is, right? He's in Marvel. Oh, shit. Never mind. He might be in D.C. too. Oh, man. I don't know either. I don't know. So who look. knows how many gods, Luke? <laughs> Steppenwolf. What's he a god of? Are you guys sure that it was World War One? Yeah. For the first, For the first movie? It? Yeah. 100%. 100%. It was like 19... What was that movie we watched this year? It was tre- Big Trenches, and you had No Man's Land. She's running over No Man's Land. Okay. Nineteen seventeen, good movie, great movie. I was Actually. just reading Wonder Woman's wiki, and it says woman wo- woman's character was created during World War Two. I guess that's a retcon. I was just wondering. I just wanted to make sure you guys had it right. I don't know her comic book shit, but in the movie, it was one hundred percent World War One. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sorry. Because yeah, one hundred percent World War One. When what's his name emerged, Chris Pine crash land on the planet or island. Dude, so he had some little fucking shitty bullshit plane. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty trash. Some rickety ass wood ass plane. <laughs> it was a biplane for sure. <laughs> yeah, then he just flying nineteen eighty four jets, no problem. Yeah, I know. Okay, see, I thought he was a World War two pilot, and I was like, okay, that makes sense why he's looking for fuel, navigation, figuring it all out. But bro, from World War one to some fucking modern ass jet, dude, there's no. Fucking way he could have flown that shit, dude. Come on, man. He also knew how to fl- fly the really big bombers. The plane that he flew at the very end of The First Wonder Woman was this really big Okay, uh, so he is he plane. is a natural. Yeah. Good point. He's kind of a natural at this shit. But even a bomber plane in a in World War 1 was a propeller plane, not a fucking jet yeah. engine, dude. That doesn't make sense. What do you think about the the invisible jet though? I renounce my argument on Plane schematics and shit like that. Invisible Jet was cool. Because we watched her unlock that power in real time. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, whatever. That's in the comics, dude. She's got an Invisible Jet, bro. That's canon. It's, it's that's insane. what I'm saying. Whatever. I guess it's some 1984-ass jet. That's outdated now. She better get a new one. She needs a modern-day Invisible Jet. She well, that's She's an ability that she knows, though, yeah? She did yeah. that. She learned that from Papa Zeus. Papa Zeus. Bro... She should make herself invisible all the time and just fuck dudes up. Yeah, why doesn't she do that? Switch it up. Maybe she only knows how to make objects invisible, not herself. She only thinks she can use it on other things. I love this. You know what's great about this pod is that we got Luke trying to talk through random scenarios, like <laughs> talk, explain how it makes sense. Make it make sense! <laughs> for, for this fucking movie. It's great. I love it. That's a good argument. Yeah, I think in the comics that she just had, I don't remember why she had an invisible jet, but she had it. And so toss it in. I'm cool with it. Yeah. she. My she thing was just, just like, didn't she get into that museum because of her card? Wouldn't they know who she is then that she stole the jet? Yeah. That's that what we're I now. Oh, fucking... yeah, 100%. <laughs> when she got in with the card and then everyone started freaking out when she took off, I was. Yeah, but it's 1984, dude. They don't have that kind of technology, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently not. I, mean, I thought Cheetah looked like something out of Cats. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't really dig her design. That action scene was a little bit underwhelming for me too. Which one? They were underwater. I thought that she died. Oh, fucking sick! They just killed her. Sweet yeah. dude, that's actually a deep thing. Why didn't Wonder Woman die? She got electrocuted. She's in the water. Too. And I figured if she can lash onto lightning, then. I ain't gonna fuck That's with her. That's true. Getting zapped that. under there. Yeah, yeah. I'm true. looking this shit up. Well, because she got shot with the bullet, and so I was like, "Oh, what?" But I guess she was losing her power. She was powered up. Yeah, at that point, she will renounce. Chris Pine's dead again. She's back, but she has this gold armor for some reason. Even though I don't, th- she didn't need it anyway. And she's under the water. This chick, I thought, died, got fried, bro. I was like, oh, sweet, dude. That's pretty dark. I like that. Then she's chilling on the fucking beach line. And then in the movie, I was like, what, dude? Yeah, but Kat. She, drowned. Drowned she either drowned or she got shocked. Kat's got nine lives. Oh, dude. See, look at you. Tonight, you're on a fucking roll, man. Talking through these ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> Mad props, bro. Hey, man. Nine lives. Are great argument. Damn. She's coming back in the sequel, then. When they are fighting, my family the whole time was like, all right, they got to kill this motherfucker nine times. <laughs> <laughs> your family woke, bro. They had. She's like, like, head of the curve. Nine times, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm looking this up right now, and apparently she is resistant to electricity, but in, I'm not really sure the explanation. Are you talking in about in the, the, sh- in the movie? Because definitely in, in the, the movie. comics. <laughs> yeah, in the comics. Oh, okay. we we getting old, guys. Come on. Yeah, dude, dude, you know, I'm feeling it. My body's feeling old, dude. Home. Big height, for sure. We're making it. We're still alive. <laughs>
1: Shut the <laughs> yeah. We should be. I mean, we
0: as we should, right? As we should, dude. At 20, fucking in our 20s, dude. Bro, I got 80 years left. I mean, what you talking about, pimps? I got a thousand. Upload my shit. Don't upload. <laughs> I'm. I'm uploading you. When I get old enough, I want to die. I want to be dead. I will never be alive. <laughs> the only thing that. W- worries me about being uploaded is that just going to be a copy a perfect copy of me that acts exactly like me but i'm the actual me is going to be dead i don't know ross they're going to put your brain in a back to tank, bro if it's your mind if it's you chris pine style wonder woman still you we've had well i feel like we've talked about this shit we definitely have (laughs) your body will die bro but your mind can keep it going yeah, my mind's kind of worthless, though, dude. Let me die. Let me go. <laughs> but if you had, if you had two lifetimes, Luke, to learn, you're saying if you had two lifetimes to learn, I mean, I'd be keep smarter, learning, dude. Yeah, you'd be bro. the smartest person in a hundred years. Yeah, you'd have like knowledge that no one would have ever. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Still, let me. Too many, let too me many, go. many drugs, dog. Let me go. Too many drugs. If your mind was integrated, <laughs> though, with a supercomputer or some kind of AI, that no. would take it to even another no. level. No. No. Oh, well. Put me to rest. I don't want to be integrated. I don't want to <laughs> be no fucking Elon Musk super chip motherfucker, dude. I just want to be me. And when I am old and rusty, put me down. Dude, fuck Elon Musk. We'll make our own super chip. Yeah, but he's a lot smarter than us. I think his engineers are a lot smarter than us, but... Him, personally? I mean, he's pretty smart, but... Luke, you just got to hire smart. That's all you got to do. That's true. You can trick the world. You know what? No one ever talks about that even with with Wonder Woman, dude. No one even talks about how she's been living. Everyone she probably knew died. That's crazy, too. But wasn't that the whole storyline between her and her ex-boyfriend? Yeah, and it did show the pictures of her, her still being young with all of her friends aging up and dying. She had all those pictures oh, through right. her apartment. When she came to America. I thought that was part of her dilemma in the movie. Good point. Good Am point. I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. She's probably outlived everyone she ever knew at that point. Right. In 84. So you think that her first friend was the cheetah girl? Oh, like girlfriend new fr- or new friend or new first new friend. Yeah. Sorry. First new friend. Probably, I guess. Probably. Yeah. You could see that she's been dating throughout the years because of all those just random guys and- that she knew. Do you think what that- do you mean? What? What? No way. I don't think she was. What random? Dude, guys? And no fucking about? way. He's talking about or maybe not. A, he's talking about the gala or whatever. No way she'd settled for any of those no. idiots. No way. No, no. they all just slobbering over. her. That's all that. I wasn't was. saying she had sex with them or yeah. anything, but maybe she went out on a date with them or gave him a chance. But then she was like, "Oh no, fuck this." Clearly, <laughs> no. She, she was about, about it. It. No. it. doesn't even count anyway. No, I don't even think that. Me neither. But it still doesn't even. You could go on a date with someone. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, I'm not saying it mattered. I'm just saying she's out there, or I don't even know if she was out there or if they were just being creepy fuckers. Probably just creepy drunk idiots that this random gala dumb fucks. Yeah. Dudes that worked with her, they worked with this chick, now they're, they're drunk, now they're trying to make their move. That's what it's kind of seemed like. Now they're like, oh shit, maybe I'll say something to this woman that's clearly out of my league, clearly. Gal Gadot <laughs> is gorgeous. <laughs> right. <laughs> These guys were all idiots, nerds, dude, working at a fucking this museum. Bro, this guy was, like, flexing about being an intern. Shut the fuck (laughs) up, guy. Come on. (laughs) In this movie, they made Reagan look like an idiot. Fair. He would totally look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably trying to reflect real life in that. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious because when we were watching that and the guy was like, what do you wish for? And my sister was sitting over there and she's like, world peace. And then he was like, more nukes. Fucking closer to the Russians. More nukes. We want more war. And my sister was like, oh, God, fuck. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Why wouldn't he just say Soviet Union to be gone or, yeah, world peace or some shit like that? If we just, just had more news. Like, yeah. Fucking sense. Idiot. One thing I thought that was cool about this movie was the premise was actually kind of unique. It wasn't just, oh, we're going to shoot up a crazy laser beam and this massive alien army's going to come down. And they got to close the laser beam before they take over Earth or some shit like that. It was actually... It was interesting, hadn't seen it done before, and it really showed what people were willing to do for their dreams or their goals or their wishes or whatever. And it kind of showed the good and the dark side of what all that brings. Mm -hmm. Really good take, Ross. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Do we have any other complaints on this movie, or can we move on? How long have we been talking about this movie? Wow. You want to rate it? You know what's weird is that this movie is actually thematically Even though the quality is vastly different, thematically, it's pretty close to soul having to do with people's dreams and what they're willing to do to attain them and why a dream or a spark or anything like that really matters and what matters in life. You're right, dude. Natalie said the exact same thing. (laughs) Decent argument. I watched them back to back. Natalie said that and I thought the exact same thing, dude. Wow. Great minds think alike. I like the take, Ross. What do you think was better? Oh, Soul. Definitely. (laughs) Soul is amazing, dude. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Start. Before we start, Soul. We need to rate this. We need to rate this movie. We got to go 1 to 100. And we also need to talk about your thoughts on her directing the next Star Wars movie. This is the director of the next Star Wars movie right here. Patty Jenkins. You want to go, Luke? Do you have thoughts on that? Do do rating first, though. R-rated 78. Oh, you did seventies too. Oh, nice. Okay. Great. Fair. Seventy-eight. Yeah, I was gonna go with seventy-six. I thought there's a lot to enjoy in the movie. There's there's some issues with it, but I I didn't get the hate. What did you enjoy? I wanna hear what you guys really let's do a, a little positive part, but do a recap real quick beginning and ends they fucking suck but the middles where Gal Gadot and Chris Pine they're reliving their time together and Chris Pine was discovering the 80s and yeah, they were vibing and the fight scene the fight scene in the desert was pretty cool and they were building up Max Lord throughout the middle part and it was totally enjoyable i mean the only scenes at the beginning that i fucking didn't like were American ninja warrior on the amazons and the mall scene. First two scenes. You didn't like the first two. So you thought I should have dropped. This is interesting because I'm bring up one point on that is that Warner Bros. said to Patty Jenkins as the director, and you either need to cut the opening scene, the Amazon scene, or you need to cut the mall scene. They told her that, but they actually said mall scene first. Mall scene or you need to get rid of the other yeah, one. Yeah, I would have gotten rid of the mall scene first. Mall scene was yeah, mm-hmm. a little worse than the American Ninja Warrior scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mall scene was one of the lower tier scenes in this movie. It was the worst scene in probably the first hour of that movie. I thought the first scene was great. The, that was really fun. Yeah. Also, the, bu- the building of the friendship between Minerva and Diana. I like those scenes also. Everything in the middle. Don't like the end and beginning. Do you feel like they needed to build, or, build them, their friendship up more? They just knew each other, really. They kind of just met. They did go to dinner together. They hit a connection off immediately. They started becoming friends. Dude, how often do you meet somebody? And then you're like, yo, let's hang out right fucking now. (laughs) That doesn't happen a lot. I'm talking to two right now. (laughs) Okay, that's true. No, but I'm... Yeah, but we're doing a podcast together. We're fucking buds. (laughs) But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I met two that I'd be like, hey, dude, you want to do a podcast? Probably you fucking two (laughs) idiots. That's a good point. That they were very Wonder Woman went and vouched for her right at the beginning. She came to her defense and it built from there and all that was really good. Yeah. I agree. I'm just questioning it for the sake of trying to question it. (laughs) All right. You fucking dick. (laughs) So yeah, seventy-eight. And I rate and I rate it seventy-eight because honestly. I rate it lower than The Mandalorians just because really, it's so arbitrary. I just like Star Wars better. (laughs) Star Wars? It's just so easy to rate it higher. Yeah, Star Wars will always give that. When Ross said the other day that you just elevate Star Wars a little bit more than it probably deserves, it was correct. Very good statement. Yeah, Star Wars just does it. I mean, It's just so nostalgic for one. But what I had a question, what do you guys think about Max Lord's son? Did you guys like that character? I mean, he wasn't in it too much or anything. Fucking just throw in random character. Yeah. Actually, why was his wish the only wish that didn't mean shit? Why? Yeah, he said, I want to wish to be like my dad. What did he say? What was his wish again? He said, I wish for your greatness. And he started freaking out. He's like, No, you wasted your wish because he wanted him to wish, wish for his own greatness. And he was like, No, no. But then he, hugged. yeah. Oh, that's. That's a good turning point that, dude, your kid just wants you to be happy so that you... Pre- Damn, dude, that's sad. Yeah. That kid deserved the world. But his acting, don't care because I don't really even give... If it was bad, I don't even knock him because it's the writing. It's, <laughs> that That's what the problem would be coming from. He's a kid, dude. I don't judge kids like that. That's so hard. It'd be like The Phantom Menace. I never talk about... Anakin's acting because even the other day I was watching a scene where he leaves his mother and I thought it was actually a very good scene. So there was it was just the writing yeah. of that movie. If there's any problem with it, it goes to the writing. I will never really diss a kid. That's a kid, dude, eight years old, nine years old. Pretty good acting for a nine year old, probably. I Maybe mean, probably less to get to Jake Lloyd. They had to whittle down like a thousand different people. Then I wish for your greatness. That's what he says. I wish for your greatness. Damn, that kid loved his dad and he wanted his dad's love, man. Stupid little kid, <laughs> but respect. I'm going to give a 70 to Wonder Woman because it's definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen. I see these ratings where people are giving it like a five-star review and less. It's, it's literally, at the moment, rated the worst movie in the DCEU. That is unbelievable to me because... Roster muted. I saw that reaction, but yeah, that reaction same as me. Suicide Squad trash, Justice League garbage. I mean, dude, the DCU is trash, and I don't feel like that this was the worst thing I've ever seen in that universe. For one, the continuity continuity errors, a hey, are bad, but if you treat it like that it's its own thing and and Patty Jenkins is like, oh, I'm going into my own universe because damn, that shit in the DCU trash. I don't even really want to be that connected to it anyway. I just got paid anyway. Give me that 10 million, 15 million, whatever she got paid for that, doing my own thing. Then whatever, dude, your own universe or it's an alternate universe. I don't know. I don't care. Thinking of it in the perspective of the story, still a 70 because your strongest character to me was your... Villain without superpowers, Maxwell Lord. Pedro Pascal did really well with that role. Great casting him. He's, he's a great actor, man. Everything I've seen him in, I thought that he did well, except for the one movie I remember. It's not even that he didn't do well, but I remember I watched this movie with Denzel Washington where he's the villain. Equalizer 2. And it was kind of mid. And... That was probably the role that I didn't think he didn't really bring anything to besides that otherwise. And I thought he brought a lot to this role and I liked the Lex Luthor feel to him. And I was literally cracking up at him while I kept going through this movie. I was laughing. I was like, oh, this guy's funny. The rest of the movie, (laughs) I don't know. The rest of the movie was whatever, man. I've already said my thoughts, I think, for the most part. So I'm going to give it a 70. Wonder Woman 3, sure, I'll probably watch it. Probably watch it. It's going to come out in theaters again. Rogue, Rogue Squadron. I'm not out on Patty Jenkins all the way yet. She did Monster. Fucking great movie. And Wonder Woman, the first one. Great movie. So she's got two great movies in my book. I'm not out. She should rehire whoever the fuck did the stunts for the first movie. And she should not write. That's all I'm saying. And I know she's going to write partially the next one. But... Hire someone who's a good writer, get them in here, rework your script. Whatever your idea, your probably has a treatment for the third movie. She needs to pass that along or Warner Bros. is going to say, hey, man, we need to get someone else to look at this because this has to be a lock. So, Wait, what do you mean by treatment? I'm not familiar with that term when it comes to... How George Lucas had treatment for the sequel trilogy, as in he knew where the main plot points and where he wanted to go and write around okay. it. It's kind of like George R. R. Martin with Fire and Blood. He has a in-depth treatment to where the major plot points are, and you can fill in the rest around it. Or J.R.R. Tolkien with The Second Age. You have the major plot points. You can do what you want with the story development to these plot points, but you need a second opinion. It's so like, an outline, um, basically, for what you're going to do. It's kind of like an outline or a treat. Yeah, yeah. Same. Similar. That's a good point. Outline. No, even an outline might have dialogue and stuff too. But it's a pre-existing outline. It's just something that you know where your story wants to go. So, yeah, that's what I think. The first sequence, I liked it. I liked seeing young Diana. She might have been more badass than older Diana. Then it goes into that mall scene. First time I was like, oh, kind of shaky. Then it got into building up these characters. I was okay with that. I didn't even care that there wasn't any action. The action sequence for me out in the in the desert—I don't know—it wasn't the most amazing thing in the world. It wasn't horrible. It was no. the best action sequence of the movie. You think so? Easily, yeah. Damn, that was fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> sure, pushing that cat fight. Oh, the cat fight—not so good. good. The fucking mall scene—not good. That scene a tier above those other two. That's right. Those were the three, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, the first scene, too, if you consider that. No, but as far as old Wonder Woman, yeah, those are probably the three. The first scene, I got some Mulan vibes from, honestly, just because of her resourcefulness and the odds that she was facing. She was facing these grown-ass Amazonian warriors, and she was outsmarting them at every turn, except for when she got cocky and she kept looking back, and then she ran to the branch. But besides that, it was dope. I like that. And you brought up a great point, Zach. This movie was legit pretty funny. I think almost every joke that they brought up pretty much landed for me. I mean, there might have been a couple, but for the most part, every time they pitched a joke, I laughed at it. It landed. Yeah, it was a lot more funny than the first movie. There was humor throughout, yeah. For me, I don't know if you really need to bring back her boyfriend. That was kind of weird. I could see why people have problems with her having sex with some dude who doesn't remember what is happening to him. (laughs) Yeah, Because imagine the flip scenario, that would probably be an issue. There would definitely be an issue. I know the PC culture world, they would go ham on that. If it was flip, people would have an issue. It's basically an extended date rape. He was into her at the end. I think that's why they throw that scene at the very end where you could tell that he was kind of into her anyway. From people trying to be problematic to a film, I can see why people will bring that one up specifically. That instance. Yeah. Let's move along. Move along. I that's it. I think I covered everything, man. In this movie thought it was mid seventy. Ross, Ross, what was your rating? I said seventy six, and then you went seventy eight, right? Yeah. Okay. On IMDb, it's ranked rank the worst DCU movie. That's Which incorrect. I'd still stand by that. Shit. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah no it shouldn't be ranked that low and 65% Rotten Tomatoes it seems about correct it was one or the other you either I didn't hate it man like I can't say that I hated this movie. I didn't really care either when you talk to Danielle also what did you, why did she say she hated it because I felt the same way as Luke when I saw that I was thinking that that influenced me on your opinion because I thought if Danielle hated it this much I bet Zach hated it a lot too but Danielle is pretty critical on movies because she loved Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman is on a different tier than this movie for sure. But I did ask her that myself because I was like, "Damn, I would never, I would not say I hated that movie." I didn't think about the movie after until we were talking about how to pot it, and I was like, "Okay, think about it more," and thought it was kind of mid. And when I texted you guys, yeah, but hating it, dude, that's such a strong term. Hating a movie, I can't even think of recently. Even the worst movie I we've reviewed on this podcast I wouldn't say I hated. I can't even think of any person that I hate, and people have done some fucked up shit to me and just in general. Yeah, Hitler, I hate him. Oh yeah, yeah, trash ass. I'm saying in, per, in my personal life, hating a movie is fifty percent and under in instantly like fifty and underscore. There's parts of movie I've hated. I've hated some shit in movies for sure, but. There wasn't anything that I felt that strongly about because I don't know I'm not completely invested in this character or the not even just this character, but this universe, dude. DCU is trash. <laughs> Started over with fucking Batman. I do not it's- care. You know what I mean? It's like Star Wars, dude. Started over with The Mandalorian. I don't care. Do you see all those people talking about making the sequels legends? Yeah, it's fucking dumb. So stupid. How fucking stupid could you be if you think that that's really what's no. happening? You know how pissed off all the actors and directors would be. They would never ever work with Disney again. No, or Lucasfilm. Yeah. But Lucasfilm would disrespect. This is such a different t- topic, but Lucasfilm would never disrespect people that they hired to do that. Because even if it's your decision to write and act or whatever, but the people behind the scenes are putting in all the effort they can for these movies, these Star Wars productions. And they don't have any control over the story. So I don't feel like you would disrespect it like that for a movie or TV production, especially if you're Disney, dude. It's your own product. You're not going to fucking then say, oh, we're retconning that immediately. <laughs> no, I don't. That's not happening. That's stupid. They're just going to try to tie it in in some way that doesn't necessarily make sense. But whatever, dude. We're talking about the Anakin versus Obi-Wan fight, dude. If they did it, I don't think they're going to do it. But if they did it, I still wouldn't give a shit because whatever, dude. Just give me something amazing. That's all I want. Wow me. Yeah, if the choreography's on point, if the emotion behind the fight is hitting on a different level, I do not give a fuck. I will enjoy it. Let's move on. We don't even got to talk about that shit. We're losing Luke. Let's talk soul, dude. Soul. Soul. Dude, I love that. Go for it, Ross. The perfect word that I kept coming away from this movie with was it's intimate. It's so familiar and relatable and Every person can understand it. It's like you're chasing this dream. You want this dream, but what comes after that dream? What fulfillment is this going to bring you? What's important in life? And it's very relatable to anybody who watches it, I think, because everyone is always looking for their purpose in life. It felt like a love letter just from the people that made it, like the animators. In every scene, I could feel that they were pushing this, this theme of the movie. And I don't know. I loved it. I loved all of that. That's my initial take for it. It was a good movie. It didn't make me feel deeply. When I first watched it, I didn't realize there was going to be this other realm to it. And so when he dropped down the manhole and then all of a sudden he was in the great before, I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? That happened really early, too. That actually got straight into that. That was surprising. Yeah, I know, dude. I I wasn't ready for that. And I was like, wait, what is going on? And I was trying to process it all. I guess I get where this movie is. But the part that I liked a lot was when he was the cat and then the girl was in him and Tina Fey, 22. Tina Fey was in him and they were she was like figuring out the world and stuff. That was that was really fun to watch. And it was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it didn't make me cry or nothing. You didn't think it was top-tier Pixar? No, I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. As far as animation, though, would you say it's top-tier? There's nothing even wrong with saying if you don't think it is because Pixar made some phenomenal shit, iconic stuff. You wouldn't say this is an iconic movie is what you're saying. Uh, No, no. I wouldn't say that. But If you want to say iconic, no. Definitely not iconic. Not, no. No, there's definitely nothing wrong with your take. What do, you, what do you think about it as far as a, a purely animation perspective though standpoint? It was Pixar. is pretty good. You expect greatness from Pixar, right? Pushing the limits. Okay. Ross, in terms of animation, really fucking good. When he plays the piano, his fingers are in sync with the piano. It's really fucking good in terms of finger movements. I don't know what they were trying to push with this one. Each Pixar movie, they're working on something in yeah. terms of animation. I don't know what they were working on in this one but what stood out to me was how fluid his finger movements were with the notes and with the music as he was playing the piano that was really impressive to me but i mean yeah. besides that, it wasn't anything groundbreaking for me it wasn't anything that made me go like wow this movie was phenomenal i don't want to keep zach from his point for too long but i just want to add one point on that i think the groundbreaking aspect of the animation in this movie for me was the lighting and the faces mm. the human faces were so realistic even the, just people in the background you could see their expressions can i add a odd onto that before you go into more into it yeah go for it if you look at pixar and toy story what is that 1995 1994 or whatever early nineties and how they had to use the same face for all of the kids. What was their guy's name? Andy or something like that. Andy was him. Andy was Andy. And he was also Andy's friends because they're the same face. So if you look at it from that 25 years later and where they're at with the animation styles and the barber looks so unique and almost every human character they showed looks so unique. And the focus even on black characters too with their features and how different it can be. And it just looks so good with the hair and all that stuff. Yeah, each character looked unique, but the Incredibles, each character looked unique too. But I would say, even like now, like Monsters Dude, Inc. Each character look unique. When they're cutting their hair and shit and how realistic it looked, maybe that's such a small thing for me, but the yeah. an, like in an animation perspective. Each monster look unique, each monster's hair look unique. I don't know, it just wasn't that much different. We're talking about Toy Story Four last year and how the hair on the dog looked so realistic, and then they even built on that now even more for like hair on humans. And okay, from that perspective, maybe it's not a big evolution from Toy Story Four, but from looking at perspective of where they were making movies in the nineties to now. Now it's like, damn, dude. Well, yeah, no shit 30 years ago. Sure. Kind of a natural. So you're thing. saying you expect that that doesn't factor into your. Yeah, that's figure. not that big of a. F- oh, groundbreaker. <laughs> and there's diminishing returns there, too, as far as pushing the technology. I think they just built on what they did in Toy Story 4 really well, because and Onward as well. Onward was a beautiful movie. Onward was a beautiful movie. Yeah, Coco, dude. Coco was fire. So good. Koku was really good. Totally deserved to win Best Animated Picture that year. Wait, did it not? It did. Okay, hell yeah. That's good. It Well, maybe double check that, but I'm really sure that it won because that movie was really good. I definitely cried in that movie. Holy shit. They had probably three or four animation winners, and they were the first studio to really get an animated film to get nominated for even Best Picture or to really be in the conversation with WALL-E. Yeah. yeah, they won. With Coco. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I'm proud. And another aspect of this movie I absolutely loved was the music. The music. I also took an edible right before this movie, so I was in it. I was laser focused. It really felt like, you know, the zone that he was talking about, which is a flow state in your brain. It's been coined by people who have studied this. You enter this flow state where ideas connect in your brain much faster and your body reacts much faster. Hmm. and I felt that a little bit too when, even when I was just listening to the music there's was, science behind that yeah there's science behind being in the zone is called being in the in the flow state that's fucking sweet didn't yeah, know that pretty dope but the music was amazing I thought the jazz mm, so good yeah man it's a fucking good movie I'm rewatching watching right now, and the animation was phenomenal, as always. And I thought even with this one, it felt way more adult-themed. It felt like it built on Inside Out and some elements with Up and that there was very dark, not dark, but real elements. Like, mature. You guys said the animation was phenomenal, but the principal and the doctor was the exact same person. They reused people just like they reused people in the very first Pixar. The so. principal, say that again, sorry. Really? The principal and the doctor was the same person, not the same person, but the same character. Yeah. Principal and the doctor. Who was the when? Oh, you'd have to show me honestly. If if you're right, then I believe you because I don't even remember that. <sighs> Hold on, let me try to bring it up. All the little soul creatures. When he's dead, all of them look so unique. Even the ones who are these lost souls up in the universe. And yeah, what did you guys think about the great beyond? Great lump those together. The great beyond and the great before. Versus the real world, do you think one was more entertaining than the other? Do you think one detracted from the other? Do you think they complemented each other well, or what? It felt very Pixar to me. Yeah, very inside out. I I like that you brought that up, Zach, because I I thought the same thing. It was, it was same same director. Oh, okay, yeah, he's connected to up somehow to the director. It was a very creative concept too. I liked how they didn't just say, "Oh, this is heaven. God is real." It went a little more scientific with it. It was like some multiverse shit or something. Yeah, I like that too. I wish I had seen this one in theaters. <laughs> For real. More than even Wonder Woman, that the visuals and seeing this in IMAX and the colors popping out like that on a big ass screen. Like I'm rewatching it on my computer right now and there's so many colors to it. It had a lot more colors than I was expecting. I didn't really realize that there was going to be this whole other realm to it as much as like Luke did. I thought that might have been a minor thing, but he's bouncing between. And, like that guy's flipping the signs and shit on it. That guy cracked me up, dude, in his zone in a different world. It's this is hippie, dude. Yeah. Hippie guy. Hippy guy. And I like the message too that you can have such an influence on a, especially a young person, or in this instance, it's a new person, but young people as an adult, you can have such an influence on in what they think and how it's got to be a good teacher, basically, is what they're saying. Yeah. And with the student that he had who is learning the trombone, same deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They do look really similar. I mean, they're damn near the same person with bigger eyes because you're up close, up closer. I, they look similar, but I think they're different people. Oh, fuck, dude. That's pretty fucking... Pretty close. They're so. pretty similar. The only reason is that the, the shots of the prince are a lot closer then the shots of the doctor because the doctor's kind of in the background when they're when she's in frame. They changed the doctor's nose and made her cheeks her cheeks puffier. Yeah, because I was gonna say the principal's cheeks look more pronounced, and they made her a little bit tubbier too. The doctor—that's a good point, though, dude. Didn't even catch that. Look at Luke here, eagle eye. I'm just saying, dude. I don't know. it wasn't outstanding. This girl's not in focus, but for the shit that they had in focus, some major characters even if they had a ton of dialogue or even a little bit of dialogue, that their character renders look pretty good. And yeah, we can we can sort of say that, oh, we expect that from Pixar, but it still looked really good. And I thought it was a very beautiful film. But you're going to say that about every fucking Pixar movie. Dude, every fucking Pixar movie that comes out, you're going to say the exact same thing. All the renders are going to be good. It's going to look crisp. You're going to like it. As they should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know why that should be a negative or a positive. That should just be expected. With this one though, because they're going to a different realm, it's not just you're doing this one world. They actually made this this other world felt like a different world, and the visuals felt different, and the feel felt different. But that's what they specialize in, and making so other worlds, other kind of worlds feel. We shouldn't take it for granted. Yes, that's what at, I was at saying. Same time, the the great before that was pretty simplistic. I got to the part with the doctor, and you're so right, Luke. Great call. They changed her nose. They made the doctor's nose way bigger. But she has glasses. But they look so similar, don't they? They look enough similar that their eyes... Yeah, I'd say enough that it seems too similar that you could have just done a different character completely. Yeah, Their cheeks and their hair and the style of their face is very similar, but then they change all the features. But they both have glasses and same eye color and... Yeah, skin color. It looks like they took the principal and edited her a little bit to fit that yeah, scene. Yeah, tweaked your model a little bit. Yeah. I think your points are valid, but at the same time, I don't think it's right to take this level of greatness for granted. Because you look, there's a ton of animated movies out there. How many of them live up to this level of quality? Wait, what do you mean a ton? There isn't a ton. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of animated movies. The only animated movies out there are goddamn near Pixar and Disney. What other fucking animated movies are out there are there? Maybe you're just not looking. Big motion picture movies like this. To, le- to this level? There aren't. There are not. 100 million budgets? I don't know. That's a great There point. are none. That's the reason they're so successful, though, is because of their... That scene where he, like, crazy. she's trying to adjust into that body is really funny. And he's a cat. Everyone's looking at him. They're walking through the doctor's office. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that was great about it was at the very beginning when it was doing the Disney music and shit, and it was just this trash junior high band class doing it. I thought that was funny. I thought that was good. Soon as it was happening, I was like, this is some just trash-ass middle school band class. <laughs> Bro, Destiny. dude, I didn't get that because my middle school band class was pimping, dude. We busted out some tunes. Same. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Yeah, what instrument did you play? Electric guitar. (laughs) Straight It was like the slap. Yeah. Hey! Or the hey song. So you played guitar, Ross, and what did you play, Luke? Baritone. Oh, hell yeah, bro. I played saxophone. Tenor. Oh. Dude, dude. Really? Zach with the sax? I quit after a year though, honey gonna lie. Classy man. man. Classy man. I was ripping a baritone for three years straight. What's up? I switched to choir though right after. So you could get an easy A? Or did you actually sing it? I got applied into it because you had to do an elective, and hey, this ain't even that bad. Fuck it, dude. All I gotta do is hold a baritone tone. Fine. I guess band is a pretty easy A too. Instruments can be tough, man. You had to go through so many reads with saxophone. Yeah. Straight up. I played guitar for five years, probably. I was ripping on the electric guitar. Wow. Can you still play it or what? You forget it already? I forgot. I've forgotten everything. Damn. Unreal. Yeah. I, I could probably pick it up way faster than somebody who's never played before, but I would have to get back into it. Disappointing. I guess. <laughs> I assessed that it was a skill I no longer needed, and I dropped it. What, dude? Learning knowing instrument increases your brain capacity, pretty much. Yeah, but that's why I'm learning a new learn language. Cat. Learning a new language does the same thing, basically. Yeah, but you're too late, bro. You're too too old. Fuck no. That's what they. That's what they tell all. That's what they tell us. Yeah, they want us to die. They want us to go down without a fight, bro. Okay, here's my argument against not being able to learn shit. You still learn stuff your entire life. I'm still smarter at 27 than I was at 23 now. You're still going to learn. You can still learn how to play an instrument. You still learn how to do anything you want. But you as know. fast, you can't learn shit as fast. I feel like I'm learning faster. I like the message of this movie. It doesn't just speak to kids. It speaks to everyone that you got to make the most of every moment of every day. Everything should be fun. You should feel like you're invested in what you're doing with your life and... I thought it was a good message. I don't know if they've treaded on that ground. Maybe they have with Inside Out and to Aspect with Up, doing the most with your life. So I liked all that. And it was very funny, dude. It was very funny. Like they're making fun of the Knicks. I was dying laughing. Dude, that cracked me up so So fucking hard. hard. Oh, I've been messing with this team for decades. (laughs) Yeah, there was such good humor throughout this entire movie that I was laughing. I was up at midnight and I watched it when it came out, you know, like a Mandalorian episode. And I didn't fall asleep, which is amazing (laughs) for one because it's a decent length movie. The humor was great, man. And Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, very solid, very good directing. The animation was amazing. I wish I had saw it in theater. I told you guys that. Yeah, especially Jamie Foxx. I thought his voice acting was great. Tina Faze was good too. Uh, Jamie Foxx's really stood out to me. I don't know if it's my favorite Pixar movie ever, but I thought it was solid and it was what I would expect from Pixar. Very good. And Yeah. Pixar still has never missed. They don't really miss, man. But I think we take Pixar for granted because they consistently They're gonna miss eventually. And maybe they have. I don't know. I can't I can't think of anything that comes Cars 2 okay <laughs> cars three okay. also throw them both in but not a complete miss either very solid studio and good movie man great movie honestly probably up there there hasn't been a ton of movies this year and i really felt the message they were trying to send with that movie was strong and i liked it a lot man there wasn't really a ton to knock on it and there's not anything i can sit here and really critique super hard on that movie so To me, great movie. Being a good teacher, that's the last thing. Because you could see what was fucking with 22 of the entire movie was that even all these people, man, she had everyone. Even Jack Kirby, Marvel comic writer, Muhammad Ali, all these people that they doubted her and they didn't try to build her up. And that's what you got to be as a person. You need to build people up because everyone could use more of that. So, Good message for this year too. Even the cat animations. This is the first time in the movie where I actually felt like Pixar felt in the real world. It's New York. They did a really good job with Brooklyn, bro. I lived in Brooklyn and there is a lot of the aesthetic that you feel in Brooklyn and the subways and how narrow the streets are. And dude, it was a good vibe with the movie, man. I liked it a lot. The lighting, like you're saying, is great, dude. And every character looks so different, except for what Luke made a great point. I can't believe they didn't do that with the two things. That's the two things that I didn't notice to that extent. Great catch that those two but i'm not gonna let that knock that in my mind good movie great movie especially since i didn't catch it the first time it doesn't really bother me it didn't stand out my brain yeah and especially in scenes where it showed new york without any people in it because the people are obviously stylized they're not trying to look exactly like regular people they're Caricature. Yeah, Yeah, hard. But in scenes without people in it where it was just showing a wall or something or like a railway or whatever, it looked genuinely like real life in a lot of those scenes. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. The scene on the subway is so funny. The cat just flops down in the seat. (laughs) And the person's going all over the place. Right, bro. So Brooklyn, so New York. Everyone on their phones and shit. No one wearing masks, though. Anytime I see people around each other, I'm like, no masks? Crazy. I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird how you notice that now? Whenever you see a group of people in a movie, you're like, oh, what? This boy brings out the slushy from under the ground. COVID, that's how yeah, it that's started. that's fucked. That's just foul. The biggest message I'd say is that you're not defined by your job. You're defined by who you are as a person. I like that message. Yeah. yeah. You, and how you experience moments in life, too, mm-hmm. is really important. Because it wasn't even any knock that he is someone who loves music and he didn't make it in life, but it's more that he loves what he does. It's not a knock on him, man. It's like what you like to do, how you like to experience life. So, good message with the movie. And Pixar, like we were saying, they don't miss. They did very well with this. They really don't, not at all. Is there anything else on this? We don't, do we even have any knocks on it? I don't even know if we did. Would you give it a nine out of 10 or higher? Me? either either I don't think I would give it a 9 out of 10 though no just because I don't know why it didn't blow me it didn't blow me out of the water man just because what it was trying to go for wasn't that grand in scope is that what I no, I don't okay. know I'm saying I'm saying the theatrics of it or the size or the spectacle of it wasn't huge it was a more contained movie even though it had the great beyond great before stuff that was fairly simplistic Still very high B for me, hundred yeah. percent, high eighties. Oh, I'm going A, but it just didn't hit home for me. I guess I didn't think about it more after a day. I've literally thought about Wonder Woman more. <laughs> I've thought about oh, what I had issues with that movie and Wonder Woman, what it did more. It was still very good, very good eighties, not nothing, but it didn't make me think about it days after. I still think about Wally, bro. Wally, the animation and the style of the movie and all that really stuck with me and. You think about Toy Story and think about those kind of movies long past up. It's not a knock to any of any of the movie or anything that everyone talked about, but it's more like Pixar makes they have the standard, dude, that Pixar is such a different level than a lot of studios that if you don't hit that thing for me that it makes me think about my entire life for days on end, then <laughs> I guess it's not on that level. It still was a very excellent movie and I can't really think of anything I didn't like about it. Yeah, I really stand behind. The lighting in this movie is but outstanding. I mean, as the time goes on, you expect the animation to get better and better. It's a fucking technology. It's going to get better and better. It's the storytelling that's what's going to make you want to come back. Which I thought was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah I did think the storytelling was pretty good. Like For me, in the, in the stuff in the 90s, man, it has to make me really think about it long past as us as a group we have a higher we don't really rate shit 5 out of 10 or under or anything like that I still recognize what was really good in movies because it takes a lot of effort to make these kind of productions it's hard to even say anything in my life has ever been a 10 out of 10 it's even so hard to do so knocking it down what I 89 still great movie you said an 89 I'll say 89 88 that's my range right there very high 80s very high 80s yes Dark Knight is very close to a hundred. What's his name? Freaking out when he didn't recognize Heath Ledger Joker. Come on, guy. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, two Face. The Dark Knight. He in Two Face, dude. Who doesn't see who the Joker is under all uh, that makeup? Yeah. Come on, in the, in dude. the Hospital. Yeah. Clear flaw in that movie, but that's literally the standout moment. Yeah, but Zach Hughes hyped up off fentanyl. Let's be real. True. In two thousand seven, he had. A very OG user of fentanyl. <laughs> I, I like the argument. He, bro, people just didn't know what fentanyl was back then. Go fuck yourself. Bro, I just said I like the argument. I agreed with you. Okay, good. That's what coming I at me like damn dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time you recognize. Fentanyl, okay. Wait, wait. wait. Going back to soul. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, we gotta take a step back before we get in there. Talking about fentanyl. Batman again. I think, yeah, my one negative You kind of helped me talk through this a little bit, Luke. But like I was saying to you, it's not as big in scope. There's not a huge cast of characters that I all like. The two standout characters are Joe. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah Joe and 22. 100%. But I mean, main characters. Yeah, but besides that, there's no one that I'm really going to have a lasting impression of. Not like in The Incredibles where you have the entire family syndrome frozone and then you have edna mode edna mo yeah iconic in her like own that. right yes that's yeah. what but eight characters Seven, right there. eight yeah that's eight you got this random mole guy who pops up at the end of the movie you're like oh <laughs> fuck dude who's who is he this? <laughs> yeah or, or like toy story even is even more so with woody buzz rex Slinky, Mr. Potato Head. Okay. You have probably 20 characters there. What about Up? Up, break it down. You got four characters there. Break it down. Back it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up. Back it up, back it up. Back it up, back it, up back it up. Finding Nemo. You got... Well, shit, actually. Finding Nemo, there's quite a few. Good, good, bit, yeah. good amount. Dory, oh, Nemo, his dad. Hey, fucking, man. I tried to pull colds in your argument. Worry. Rex, Gray fucking... Argument. Good okay. Up is up is a good example because it only has three characters that really stand out in my brain today. Well, yeah, but Ratatouille. What about their short movies? Their shorts are we can't even overlook. They have very great shorts. I'm not saying it makes a movie bad, but I'm, I'm just saying when you can pull off that many characters and make you care about all of them, it just heightens the experience. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It makes the movie better. Yeah. How many characters were really... In this movie particularly, there's two main characters, and then there's a bunch of, sort of characters to build up these two characters, really. Yeah. So it's almost even different. You're really following two characters. The guy flipping his thing, dude, that guy was fun. <laughs> That's true. Like, Moonwind. You know his name, see? Moonwind. Yeah. No, like Moonwing. It. Moonwing. 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 Okay, shit. Bro, was zoning. he's the opposite of Joker on the fl- the what? sign flipping. He went to his own realm, man, found something. <laughs> 100%. That guy's done shrooms 100% in his life. How do you think he found the great beyond? Shrooms. The floor. DMT. DMT is insane, but I'm <laughs> going to say shrooms. Have they ever taking enough shrooms that you, like, shroomed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Just in the most dead voice. So so, so honest, dude. Just, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Where you get to that point where you're in a fucking forest and you're seeing people crawl on top of each other to get to the top of this mountain. You're like, what am I looking at right now? What the fuck? And then you're talking to insects and shit and shit is happening and you're not even there. The dumbest shit is amazing to you. Looking at like a key, you'd be looking at a keyboard, or your phone, or the computer, be like, "Wow, this is fucking incredible!" <laughs> I'm fucking with you, dude, is it's so happened. true though. It's so true. <laughs> you know? exactly, bro. You went to the soul world essentially. <laughs> yeah, well, I have been trimmed out, but I didn't think about it in that way because I went the bad experience. Remember at Shasta, Luke. Remember when I was just curled up in the butt and you guys came Oh, there? my God. Yes, dude. Yeah. I remember that. And you were just zonked out. Yes, dude. That's true. It can go both ways. It can go bad or it can go good. That's a good point because it's been bad for me, too. I don't know if this was in my head or if I said this out loud, but I'm pretty sure I asked you guys to leave because I thought you were the trolls from The Hobbit. But I kept looking over. I could see Tony looking like a fucking demon if you just looked at him in the wrong light. Yeah, me too. I just looked over there, and you guys were all like hunched over, and I was like, "Oh fuck, no! Uh, they're gonna get me!" Yeah, it was rainy the whole time, dude. That fucking blow dick. No, that was amazing. That was a trip. Just a constant trip. It's horrible. That's a experience. Ruin, yeah. That was the first time and only time I've ever taken Molly. <laughs> what an awful time to try it dude right you should come to a show with me and Luke that would oh, be a good time that would Ooh. be cool oh yeah, yeah when the world is that fancy out pants dude once we all get vaccines Fuck it. Once the world's open up a show again, let's go. Yes. Doesn't even matter if we got a vaccine or not yet at that point. Let's celebrate humanity. Dude, I remember waking up out of a blackout in Shasta and feeling around my pockets being like, where's everything I have? That <laughs> was out of everything. <laughs> what a shitty time. All right, can we wrap this shit up? What else we got to talk yeah, about? Wrap it up. up right Degenerate shit right now. I thought Soul was a better movie than Wonder Woman. Soul, I gave it 89. Wonder Woman, I gave it 70. I don't think Wonder Woman is as bad a movie as the internet is making it out to be. Soul was pretty good. It's not in my undefeated tier of Pixar movies. It's very good, though. And mm-hmm. the animation was amazing. The concept was great. I liked the message. I think it's one of the strongest messages they had that you should make the most out of any moment. Make the most out of any moment of your life. I like that. Yeah, We're not defined by our job. We're not defined about what we do for a living, dude. It's about who we are as a person. I like that message a lot. And last thought, I cannot remember what I rated Onward, but Onward really stuck with me because of the brother connection. I have a little brother. I love that guy. I loved Onward that that was a different message. And this was a very adult message and I thought it was great too. And damn, the scene with his dad is fucking sad, dude. I forgot about it. It is, dude. Oh yeah. God. Oh my God. I forgot about this. What'd you rate it, Ross? 90? I'm going 90. I just really liked. I rate it 86. It's about what, yeah, around what I expected you would rate it. Based off what you were saying anyways. You know what we didn't mention is this might be the first Pixar movie that feels like it's in America, Pixar almost feels like it's in a different realm, but this feels realistic. And yeah. even the scope of it I'm looking at, it's like it zooms out to the Milky Way for a complete second and it zooms back in. And Yeah, that Milky Way shot was good. Felt like it captured the scope of the movie mm-hmm. and our place in the galaxy, in the universe. So tiny, so minuscule. Underrated scene, when she was all sad as fuck and was in the other realm... Yeah. She looks like a Super Mario character, Ross. <laughs> she kind of does. Yeah. Okay, that was my last random thought. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing moonwind. else. It is Moonwind, Luke. It's Moonwind. That was her name. Yeah. No. Oh, oh the guy. Yeah. Moonwind. No Moonwing. It just said Moonwind. I saw. Promise Moonwind. We're all at the same time in this. Yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, I'm wrong. Fuck me. Fuck me. Okay. I know. Yummy you- <laughs> guy. <laughs> Idiot, so dumb. I like the Terry character too. Yeah, Terry. <laughs> Terry, yeah, I love Terry. They're all clapping for him and shit. Funny, yeah. such pride in his life. Good for him, man. That guy yeah. is good at math. I liked his little musical score too. Mm-hmm. Did you see just how tabulators, he- hella tabulators, up there? Yeah, we got nothing more. Let's wrap this He's up. We're just turning this into a group watch. Watch sesh Yeah. And you go to bed. I yeah. go to bed. I gotta finish this white claw so I can go to bed. All right, Pimps. I gotta read a review. Okay, okay, hustle up. All right. This one is from Alan XB Do Lizen Inquil. Cool. Alan X. Been listening since got love you guys. Shout out. And his <laughs> caption was just Kings. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Dude, you're a king. 12-27. That's literally today. That's today. Shout out, man. Thank you for the review, bro. Appreciate it. How about you, HBU? He said, just start listening to the pod. It's fire. Keep up the great content and work. Best movie pod by a long shot. Shout out, bro. Thank you. That was on Christmas. Man, listen to us on Christmas. I appreciate that. Damn, that's dedication. This one's long as hell. I'm not going to read it all, but I'll just give a shout-out. Hey, shout-out, Colby7421168, man. Thank you. I've listened to these guys since the Game of Thrones finale pod, and I agree with 90, 95% of their reviews and their analysis. I'm a huge fan. Shout-out, man. Thank you, bro. So that's pretty – well, we got more, but you want me to keep reading more? I don't know if we've read these ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. I'm sure. TD Reed. Been listening to these guys for over a year now, and I could listen to them talk about movies and TV shows forever. Worth a listen. Great content. That was a ago. Shout out, TD Reed, bro. Thank you. Last one, chill real. as fuck. Real gangster podcast, that is all. Ten <laughs> Nine, real gangster. The highest compliment. 10, <laughs> ten out of def- bro. That was, that was definitely a fucking British guy. Real gangster real, ga- real gangster podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Carney twenty four, bro. But wait, 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 but wait. But wait, he's from the United States of America, Luke. So Oh, it's a real fucking gangster podcast, let me fucking tell you. Screw <laughs> roll with it, dog. <laughs> Some mobster. That's that's our reviews. That was from a week ago too, man. Shout out and twenty four. Thank you all for reviews. Please re- leave reviews, ratings helps a ton. Helps with our rankings. We're back in the top of our ranking thing. It's great, man. We doing good. Yeah. yeah. Also have to say that Natalie's favorite Disney movie right now is Mulan. The new one. Yeah. The new. One. What do you mean? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Pause. I'm not even going to throw shade. So she's saying that that's better. Are you talking about specifically live best action? Best live action. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, best live action. Okay. Clarification. Okay. Sorry. I thought we were talking like in general, dude. I was like. <laughs> she says we have to review it. Wait, right. you she love review it. it. I fine, thought we did review it. Fine. I will watch it. I will watch we it. Re- we didn't review it because it was out for monies on Disney Plus, but now it's out for free. Yeah. Hey, serious thing. Should we do a Tenet slash Mulan pod? No, I'm not ready for Tenet. I'm ready ready for Tenet. I want to watch it again so fucking bad. This is our last pod for a few weeks, just to let the listeners know. Until WandaVision. WandaVision, which is not until January 15th. We out? We out? We out. WandaVision. We can do a Patreon somewhere in between. I feel like we should just give our, like, people who are still subscribed to us a pod because... We haven't done a Patreon in six or seven months, and we still have 75 people subscribed. That's amazing. That's amazing. I can't even believe that. Like, why are you paying for our shit? We don't even... (laughs) We're not charging them right now, are we? No, no, we don't charge them, but I would also just be like, fuck it, dude, they're done. They quit. I'm down to do Patreon. I don't know what, but if I come up with any ideas, I'll throw them to you guys. I want to hear another Luke and Ross pod because I really enjoyed listening to that I really enjoy that. Yeah, that was honestly, I don't know about you, Luke, but I felt like it just had a totally different feel. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. It's fun doing we were... do on one-on-ones. Because the whole time, I'm like, oh fuck, these fuckers forgot this. And then I keep listening, and then they bring up the point. I'm like, oh, okay, good boys. They brought it back. They came back to the point. We revived it. <laughs> we revived it. Good boys. <laughs> it was a good pod. It felt like there was, there was a little more... Uh, a little research into it. Liked it. Yeah, we we put in our work. Yeah. I'm down. You know what would be cool, Luke? If Mm -hmm. you want to do a one-on-one pod, we both pick out one thing for the other person to watch and we have to watch it and review it. I like that a lot. Ross, you're going to make me fucking review some goddamn fucking (laughs) Vinland saga. No, 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 no. no. Only movies. Only movies. Only movies. Okay. Only movies. By theory, we're a movies podcast, so movies. All right, good. But Ross, if you have to recommend anime, tell him to do Akira. Akira? Or or Princess Mononoke. Does that count as anime? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It is anime. 100% luke you would like princess mononoke bro when i tell you that it's actually like a good ass princess Mon- no, 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 no. english english version <laughs> yeah the english version is fire it has some really good voice actors too. one of the voice actors for it is akira i would watch in in japanese yeah 100 yeah, but princess mononoke has a very good What that studio Studio Ghibli gets very good actors to do their voiceovers. Like they had Christian Bale even do a movie as a main character and do voiceovers. Like they get good American actors to do it and make it sound very good. Who's the guy that plays Bad Santa? Billy Bob Thornton, bro. He's one of the characters. (laughs) Billy Bob Joe Thornton. Yeah, he's in, he voices a character in an anime. Blows your mind. And the guy who (laughs) plays Watchmen. Or who's uh, Doctor Manhattan in the uh, Watchmen movie? He is in Princess Mononoke. What? I didn't even know that. Holy fuck! He's uh, Ashitaka. Ashitaka, the main character. Yeah. Huh. So, anyway, good pod though, fellas. I had fun. So. Mm-hmm. I thought y'all were gonna hate Wonder Woman, like hate it. So. Nah. The reactions are better than what I thought. I did think it was mid, genuinely, but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I wasn't on the hate vibe for this one. The train pass. I have such an appreciation for what you're trying to do. It's such a hard thing to try to do is make a movie or a TV show. Yeah, we're done. All right, fellas. We out. All right. Shout out listeners. Talk to y'all later. Later.